Parental discretion is advised. Find yourself in the Beachview area of Pittsburgh? Check out the official pizza of this show, Slice on Broadway, sharing an abnormal obsession with pizza we can relate to. Check them out at sliceonbroadway.com and tell them this show sent you. Want to you. have your business or podcast featured on the show? Contact us at info at sorgatronmedia.com. Subject line, advertising. Hey guys, it's the Indie Mayhem Show, episode 41. It's Mike Sorg, Sorgatron, at Sorgatron on the Twitters. Uh, coming to you live from the studios, uh, Mayhem Studios in Pittsburgh, PA. Hey, I did better than the last show doing that. Uh, on the line with me is Eamon, at Eamon2, please, down in San Antonio, Texas. He's the... He's a commentary. You almost said Tunio. 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 He's the commentator down there for uh, Inspire Pro Wrestling, NWA Inspire Pro Wrestling. And can we say the other thing you're doing now? The other thing? Well, I mean, I'm doing some writing stuff for the NWA on their on their website and on their magazine. So keep an eye out for that kind of stuff. But yeah, I'm doing, doing stuff all over the all over the NWA. Awesome. The National Wrestling Alliance. So. Awesome. And of course, uh, plenty of things going on down here or up here in uh, Pittsburgh. Uh, our involvement here with Sorgatron Media with a lot of local wrestling promotions, including one big show coming up this week. And we'll get to that to a moment with our guest. Um, but in the meantime, big thanks to our friend Basic Sickness for the intro outro. Go check them out at basicsickness.com. You can find more from this and other shows we're doing at wrestlingmayhemshow.com. Subscribe to the Indie Mayhem Show on iTunes, Stitcher, Spreaker, iHeartRadio, and the Wrestling Mayhem Show uh, at large at uh, on YouTube itself. Uh, please like and comment if you're digging on the show and you can also drop us a line to that email address at good times at wrestling mayhem or the hotline 412-206-WMS0 or on twitter at mayhem show or wrestling mayhem show on facebook google plus um or the great facebook group and you join us here live every Tuesday live 11 p.m. Eastern Time at live.sorgatronmedia.com or 10 p.m. Central Time for Amen, of course. Got to, you know, with his people. Yes. With his people. <laughs> um, so with that, hey, big show. Uh, this weekend is the International Wrestling Cartel's 200th show um i actually just wore the shirt for the hunters show that i attended back in the day um so it's really cool to, to to see a a second milestone like that but uh, uh to celebrate that another milestone I mean, how many times has this guy been on the show uh the old wrestling mayhem show but the first time here back in studio with us is delicious jimmy demarco playing with my dog <laughs> you, you finally settled him down he's finally used to you I know it took a while. I mean, what are we? Do? They can't see what we're talking about, can they? Which dog I'm petting? <laughs> That's funny. This dog's very nice. You should have like um outfits for each show you dress them in, like a little red bandana and a top hat. We've been thinking about getting them sweaters and. Sure, why are we doing this? What? what? <laughs> I was gonna say, why are we doing this? He's making appearances on 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 the health show we do. Um, so he's he's just he's just hanging out. You're I've never seen you so calm, Jimmy. Oh, I'm trying to contain myself. <laughs> um, but Jimmy DeMarco, you you uh, uh, recently just returned to uh, IWC. We'll get into that a little bit. Um, but um, well, first question we ask is, uh, is, is what got you into pro wrestling? I don't know. You know, my earliest memories of wrestling, I, don't, I didn't, didn't even like it. Like, I used to hate when I would go to my grandmother's house on the weekends and my uncle would be watching it and I hated it. 
and then I got stuck watching so much that I started to like it. So, like, my earliest memories were uh, Lex Luger, like, slamming Yokozuna. I thought that was the first time I was like, yeah, man, I could feel that. Because <laughs> he's just <laughs> jack. Even though, like, he ended up, like, never even winning the friggin' title, but, like, mm-hmm. I liked it. I could feel it when he slammed Yokozuna. Was that your... <laughs> Was that your like? Your, was Lex Luger your Hulk Hogan? No, Ultimate Warrior was my Hulk Hogan. Like I, I mean, I had watched before then, but like mm-hmm. I was just too like I was a mindless child. Like, like eat candy and bubble gum and stuff. <laughs> Lex Luger was my first like filling meal from pro wrestling. Like Ultimate Warrior was like my bubble gum, Macho King, all that stuff. But then War- Luger was like that T bone steak that you're like, man, I need to have steak every night. <laughs> Awesome, awesome. Um, of course, he t- took a hiatus here. Uh, but how long? How long have you been in wrestling? I started training in November of two thousand three with uh, Shirley Doan's Super Hentai, and I had my first match in December of '04. So, I think it'll be ten years. In, wow! In December, um, and I know you just recently took a hiatus. Um, uh, you you actually were out shortly after I started uh, doing Sorgatron Media with IWC. Is that right? Like. That was when you were doing the last couple of cage matches, I think. Yeah, I had to leave. I lost the loser leaves match to McChesney at the end of 2010. And then I came back in August of 2011. But a few weeks leading into that show, I was working out in the training school, ICWA Training Academy. So many letters. And I hurt my back on a freaking hip toss. I hurt it like really bad. And I tried to get like get through it. And eventually that's why I had to leave in like the summer of 2012 because it was it was pretty jacked up Mm -hmm. now it's better so it's all healthy (laughs) i can (laughs) sit down and stuff awesome um and and now you're coming uh uh, back under a a kind of a different role uh initially here uh explain the story so you are the the um minority owner of the company now i am white so i'm the minority share owner okay I'm not a minority. I mean, not that there's anything wrong with that. I've been accused of being a minority before. Like, when I get really tan in the summer, you'll be surprised. I can't go down Southside because uh, there's always racist alcoholics who are, like, calling me anti-Latino names. And I'm not Latino. I just get a mean tan in the uh, summer. But I take that as a compliment because Latinos are very romantic-looking people. Sexual, you know, like Antonio Banderas, Enrique Iglesias. Enrique got the mole taken off, though. I, I, He's hotter without the mole, but, like, that mole needed to be there. Now he's, like, Barbie doll, plastic. Yeah. But I am minority share owner. <laughs> <laughs> um, of course, uh, and... Uh, so 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 does this mean uh, we're going to see you more wrestling or or just kind of just I'm, I'm retired. You're, you're, offic- you're still officially retired, right? Yeah. If you go on the website under the uh, roster, I guess I'm on the non wrestling personality list. I think, but like my picture looks like I could wrestle because I'm shirtless and dripping. There you are. There, hey, look at you pulled that up quick. Are you on there? No, I I don't think I'm on there. We need to get you and hard ass <laughs> Hooven on there. <laughs> Of course, Hooven, the, uh, the 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 ringside and uh, cameraman. Yeah, uh, still photography. His his arms are so jacked up. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a mandatory thing now that I'm minority share owner. Like I'll patrol the locker room before the shows, and I'll I'll just 
feel certain guys' arms. If there's not growth show to show, then you know what happens, Sword. I you know I stay I stay clear of the locker room as the, you know the switch. You gotta I, get the I, switch. Last month was the first time I attended the pre-show <laughs> meeting, so I, I kept saying like I should do that so I know what's going on out there. But something tells me maybe I shouldn't. Um, <laughs> so so I you know big weekend two two hundred uh I can only say episode uh two hundred show for uh, uh IWC. Hell, last time last time they flipped the flipped the the the, the counter on this one. Norm Connors was in charge, I believe. Yeah, uh, December of 07. Yeah. Uh, they did that with a big two-night show. We have a lot of people coming back. I got a piece of history here. I think I gave you the heads up that I have my I had this. Um, oh, no. But for those on audio, this is the Dream Machine vest. If you want to, well, we can kind of get... Oh, this thing smells. <laughs> I didn't realize. This thing <laughs> This thing smells kind of funky. Like Tom, Tom Browski would never wash that. He probably wants every ounce of sweat and like everything for historical reasons. Well, yeah. I, can you explain? Uh, do, you, do you... I imagine you know the history of this. You probably know it. You're probably there firsthand for a lot of it more, more so than I was. Well, yeah. That's the outfit that Tom Browski used to strip in before shows. <laughs> he would... Uh, Norm had this cake that... Uh, I don't know. It was a car. It was like a wooden cake, but it looked scary. It looked like a Trojan horse that they used in the movie with Brad Pitt. Like a, it looked like it looked like a cake, but it looked like a cake from hell. And they would wheel it out, and Norm would be talking, not acknowledging the cake, and all of a sudden the cake would bust open. And Don Browski would be wearing that vest, doing like moves that you didn't think he could do because of the way he walks. He didn't seem that limber, that nimble, and he'd like shimmy the the vest off like that, and everybody would kind of be grossed out. Because, like, he was too good. But, yeah, that's what that's... Well, I didn't know that side of the story. Um, aside from this, this vest, uh, the, uh, what was his name? The Dream Machine, Dustin Ardeen. This is this is featured uh, right now on IWCWrestling.com in the uh, the most bizarre, uh, 18 most bizarre things in IWC history. They're doing a good job with those articles this week. Dombrowski yeah, it's Dombrowski, man. He's a machine. Um, but this thing, uh, you can see in the picture on the site, uh, this thing that I hold in my hands, uh, uh, it's, it's been in pictures with uh, the now Corey Graves, uh, formerly Sterling James, James Keenan. It's been worn into the ring. Former, I've seen former cameramen before I started working with there wearing it. Uh, Hacksaw Jim Duggan. It's been in Abdullah the Butcher's mouth. <laughs> hey, I don't want to touch that. Thing, <laughs> yeah, I was, was going to say if you wanted to wear it, man, for the show. But, no, I ain't no. wearing that. No way. I got to go home to a baby. I don't want. <laughs> I mean, I'm going to shower if I wear it. But... I, probably, I should probably shower before. Uh, so I've been apparently. Um, we will have it at the uh, booth this weekend. Um, I, I got notes from Joe Dabrowski. Uh, other than you know, nothing happens to it. Um, but you know, stuff's going to happen to it. Uh, so people can get pictures for five dollars with it. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I'm sure there's some people that know the history. Um, I'm also I'm supposed to wear it whenever it's not at the booth. Yeah, make sure nobody steals it. I don't know if this thing can fit me. I'm kind of a bigger guy. Get oh, skinny. Sorry. Should we try? Should we, I have, I have what? All you days? have to do is just hold like one just, arm. Yeah, you just can hold get one it on. arm in there. You know, we'll do this. We're testing this on the show. I haven't even tried this yet. This is about to get. Oh, I'm worried about this. Yeah, I'm worried about. Everything this. looks better tighter because it makes you look like you like that tight and jacked. Yeah, you like that. I, I feel I feel buffer. I'm sure that's not really going on. Get a bunch of like sweethearts and melt them down. Put them in a hypodermic needle and inject them into your body 
for the show, and you're going to feel so jacked. You're going to feel on like cloud nine. Just get some steroids before the show and inject them into your body. <laughs> I'm, I'm minority share owner, so I'll find you some. I'll get you some. I'll make sure it's not heroin. I'm just on video, man. What about, what about Eamon? He doesn't need steroids for his commentary. That's all right, man. Yeah, I, We're not I'll saying anything. I'll bad. take whatever will work. The government doesn't want people to have steroids because they're afraid that people are going to live longer. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's let's talk about uh, IWC. Your history there, um, of course. You've been you've seen a, a good chunk of IWC's history in person. I, I, I'd say. Yeah, yeah. I was uh, ring crew for like a year and a half before I started wrestling. So you see a lot more. You see a lot more when you're on ring crew because all you do is set the ring, and then you just hang out. And you see stuff happening if you do your job and pay attention. Unlike some trainees who just show up and don't load the ring or don't even come to load the ring. They'll never hear this, so it doesn't really matter. I mean, maybe they will Maybe they will hear this. If they do, fuck you. We know who you are. We're going to weed your ass out. If not, if you do your job, God bless you. I, hey, I always loaded the ring. <laughs> sucks dude <laughs> well that's part of it right oh definitely yeah but like i said you, you see more when you're on uh ring crew because when you actually have to be on the show you're like focused on your stuff you don't really care i mean you watch the matches before you mm-hmm. there's been some awesome matches some awesome moments i got to meet a sexual man like you and now i get to sit one-on-one with you alone without any physical co-hosts here oh and the dog yeah but the dog's with me <laughs> What's your favorite IWC moment, Sorg, from 200 shows? From 200? Well, I haven't been there for 200 shows, but a good good chunk of them. But you own I guess. all 200. You're the, you're the uh, crypt keeper. Of all the- <laughs> yeah. Whatever I can get my hands on. Unfortunately, the, the, the masters kind of went away. I was going to um, say, oh, did, are they gone? They vanished? Something happened. Something happened to them. But um, uh, no, it, it, which that, that's been kind of cool, though, to have that, like when somebody says, hey, remember that time? And I'm like, well, that was before. Because I, I showed up late 2006 myself. Yeah. So um and i think at that time uh, you were you were team up with vendetta for one um you know uh, gambinos you guys were having some crazy four four-way tag matches and that's one of my earliest kind of reasons i came back were those four-way tag matches which i think were just highlighted in one of those articles we were just talking about too yeah i always got left out of the four-way tags man it sucked it was oh, always uh, that's right you it, it was, was always the gambinos, gambinos harassment and uh, you would be in a trash can j-rock and ray yeah i always i would always come in <laughs> towards the end and have ray like Knock me silly or something. Babyface fire. Those guys. Those yeah. are some awesome matches, man. I wish like there was uh younger guys who would like have matches like that now. But hey, his lightning can't strike twice. You can only fall in love once, right, Sword? <laughs> Right. Um, it, it seems like uh, I don't know if it's just the shine on it from like when that that's when we got into it uh, with IWC. Um, but there was definitely that kind of, I, I guess, that magic. You know, it felt like we kind of found something when we stumbled on on the group. Uh, again, the Gambinos, uh, Babyface Fire of Shima, now DJ uh, Z um, uh, teaming with uh, uh, Jason Gorey, now doing the Great Generation Dead stuff that we uh, talked talked with on on the show here previously. Um, who else was the Cleveland Mafia with Ray Rowe, who's now popping up uh, before his injury, of course, with Ring of Honor. Uh, who's a, oh, sexual harassment was another great part of that kind of group. There was another one at the uh, what was it, like the fifth anniversary, hundredth anniversary show. It was uh, Gargano and Facade, and it turned mm-hmm. into like a five. 
Yeah, they tried to do it a lot. They did a lot. There was a lot of those matches. Maybe you should put them all on one Blu-ray or digital Blu-ray. download because no one, no one buys DVDs. <laughs> That's true. Anymore. Nobody, nobody, nobody knows. Like, about I those hate ones. when I go to buy something and it's only on DVD. It's like, man, it's 2014. It's almost 2014. You want me to buy a DVD? Like, get with the times. I ain't mm. gonna buy no DVD. I'll download that shit digitally before I fucking buy a DVD. I'm sorry. I'm passionate about. That type of stuff, Sorg. That's why me and you have such a connection. But I'm telling you, yeah, make it IWC's tag stuff. Hey, there's a four-way tag this Saturday night. Maybe, maybe it'll steal the show. It'll be a real sizzler. It'll be the it'll be it'll be the comeback. I, I actually stumbled on. Um, I was going through footage for something else, and I stumbled on a four-way tag they did in Cal U. The second, I think it was the second college. No, maybe it was the first college fight nights. And uh, did not. It was like Gregory Iron and 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 uh, Valentino were teamed up. Uh, some guys that look like the Gambinos has Mexican duchadors. Oh, like it yeah. just it, it it didn't stack up uh, at that time. I think uh, I can let some insider knowledge out for the 200th anniversary. I think that was Dave Red. <laughs> I don't think that was Mickey Gambino. I think you're I don't right think too. Mickey couldn't make it for one night only. He was an Italian. Lucidor. I think that was David Demira's first uh, match, technically, yeah. in IWC. He had such a badass name, Dave Red. I don't know why you'd go with David Demira. He's, like, he's, he's like the Richard Red. Blood steamboat of, yeah, of yeah, IWC. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, man, I wish you would have went with that. There was actually a... Uh, uh, we're just really just kind of flashing back here. Uh, somebody asked <laughs> whatever happened to David Demira like a month ago on the IWC <laughs> Facebook group. And I almost be like, well, he's doing stuff. <laughs> <laughs> but um, you gotta make up urban legends like Bigfoot, Bigfoot Red, Bigfoot, Bigfoot Red. Bigfoot Red. Oh, that's creepy. That sounds creepy. Bigfoot Red makes me think of like a uh, used tampon in a dumpster fire or something. Mm-hmm. That's all. Oh, that would be. That's the code. That's the code that comes across the radio when someone lights on a, a tampon, used thing, dumpster full, used tampons on fire. They go Bigfoot Red, Bigfoot Red, and fire department comes like. Um. Hey, I wanted to ask you, uh, there's there's kind of a conversation. Eamon, I think I saw you commenting on this before, uh, the the Facebook situation. Mm. Um about the about the real names. Eamon? Amen. Oh, Amen. Amen. <laughs> I, I don't remember exactly, sorry guys. I know just me a bit. <laughs> Well, I, well, basically, I, I know Facebook's uh, apparently cracking down on. Oh, okay, yeah, I know what you're okay, talking. about. Okay, okay, you see where I'm leading? I want, I want, I want to hand it over to you, man. To Jimmy specifically, but no, I yeah, I guess Facebook like is cracking down on like wrestler. If you're if you don't have a real name, apparently, according to Facebook, they'll crack down on you, or whatever. So I know a lot of wrestlers have had to change their their Facebook names uh, because of it. Uh, That's crazy. It sucks. It should be your option. Like, how do they know what? Your name is you know exactly. That's like, just, they're, they're trying to get you to like put your cell phone on and put your your friggin' ID on. And so I hate Facebook. I only have Facebook because I have a child. It sucks because like you can't if you're a single guy and you're trying to get a girl's attention. Every time you like a girl's picture, the world's gonna know. Everybody knows everything. <laughs> That's why Facebook sucks, man. If you're trying to like creep on a girl and then like get with her in a nice way, but not creep, but not creep. You know what I mean? Use Instagram, use Twitter, bump into her at the laundromat or somewhere in public and ask for her number. Never use Facebook because everything's like saved on there too. So mm-hmm. if you guys ever break up and or something and she's going to be like, yeah, I got 
you saying you suck my feet and all this other stuff. It's I swear to God, Facebook was invented by women. It's like a giant digital Venus flytrap. The Venus flytrap looks like a vagina anyway. Facebook looks more like a vagina every time I go on it. So Facebook is a digital vagina with teeth. Because it's addicting. It mm-hmm. is. Don't get me wrong. There's mm-hmm. pictures. There's all that other stuff. But when you get down to it, it's everything about f- women. Hot on the outside. Deceitful on the inside. Treacherous. Tre- <laughs> treacherous. Like, it wasn't exactly where, what I was gonna, the angle I was going to go with the question. Um, but uh, I, I was kind of thinking your thoughts of, of the real name policy versus, you know, you know, wrestler names justin Plummer hates when guys use their real name on uh he's always like you need to change your stuff to jimmy demarco yeah for the longest time mine was jimmy demarco i only changed it once uh i started dating this girl and her family was like i thought your last name was danello and then it really blew their mind because jimmy's not even my real first name i go by my middle name in wrestling and in real life so when people see my ID, which, which that's not that's not unusual. But I know no, yeah. I know there's somebody else that so that's, does that's, the same thing. That's, so there's a thing right there. So even if you're not a wrestler and you're using your middle name on there, are they going to crack down on you for yeah, that? Like yeah. it's it, well, and, and I know initially it was the um the first the first group that that got cracked down on this were um were uh, drag queens. Oh going man, on there. how did that fly? Because nowadays, man, you can't mess with like transgender people, or yeah, like, they'll come down. Exactly, on you. exactly. It, it was a big mess. Um, I, I, my my personal kind of advice, if anybody ever asked, was was you know obviously you have your own Facebook and it's you and you have your kid on there and everything. Um, but if you're gonna talk as say Jimmy DeMarco or or whatever you may be, like that's what the Facebook like maybe another account or Facebook fan pages are kind yeah. of the way to go right the way to go would be to go to the dickhead from zombie uh world or whatever that kid's name is the guy who runs facebook the movie i mean i know that's not the dude oh uh eisenberg yeah, zuckerberg eisenberg yeah go to his house and just kick his ass that's what i was saying the other day <laughs> i was talking to djz where are all the crazy people who fuck up the the celebrities at like all you ever hear anymore is crazy people messing up other regular civilians whatever happened to these like crazy people that were so crazy like you know what, man, Kanye West, that goddamn son of a bitch, like, kick his ass. Go get him. You never see it. I'm not saying kill anybody. Don't get, I don't want to see anybody die. But, like, where's the crazy people who are dumping, like, blood on motherfuckers wearing fur? They're too busy, like, killing other crazy people or killing innocent people. It's time celebrities got to, like, taken down a notch, man. Like, it's like Zuckerberg, when he's walking out of whatever, like, vegan burger place he eats at, someone else should, should just turn him around and just give him five across the face. I don't want to do it into the microphone, but just not kick his head, dude. There's nothing worse. You know what's worse than getting the shit kicked out of you as a little kid? Get, having it happen when you're a man, because those days are supposed to be, like, gone. Physical violence is never the answer. So, especially, oh, he's like, oh, I'm rich. I just ate a vegan burger. I run Facebook. And you turn him around, just like, whack. He'll he he'll never sleep for like three days because he'll just be like, I was in my shell. I want to think, think the poor guy was probably beat up enough as a child. That oh, he, was he, he was came, he was he picked I mean, on? I, I mean, he that. had to have been right. He was like uber geek. I didn't know that. He now had I feel bad. Any of these guys, the Bill Gates, why do you think they work so hard? Because they got their ass kicked as a kid, and uh, you know, some people you know hit the gym and become a wrestler or a football player or whatever. Some guys. Build Facebook. I like Gates. I don't like Facebook guy because I just I hate Facebook. Maybe he always probably the coolest guy ever. But like I would love if I had like a Bill and Ted phone booth time machine or any kind of time machine. I'd go back in time. I'd come out of the phone booth and I'd 
see Lex Luger at like his most jackness. Like when he like uh, torture act the giant on Nitro or whatever. I would have him come back with me through the phone booth and go to Zuckerberg's house and just torture rack him and film it and put it on Instagram and put hashtag death to Facebook. And then that way Luger could go back and no one would ever believe Zuckerberg. No one, Zuckerberg would never believe Luger stepped out of a telephone booth and torture racked him. Then we, we run the problem of mind wiping Luger. Because that could really fuck us. Like, did you ever see the new X-Men movie, All the Time shit? I just rewatched it this morning. <laughs> it's an awesome, awesome movie. But, like, imagine that, where we send Luger back with too much information about 2014. And we get back to our 2014, and it's just, like, Luger shit everywhere. That would actually, honestly, fuck up, like, the wrestling <laughs> continuum or whatever. The, the idea that, like, if Luger understand, understood that all the, like, bullshit Hogan stuff from that day, like, Imagine like how many world titles he would win. Oh my god! I, mean, I didn't even think of that. Like I'm, I'm thinking about him taking over the world. He, he would definitely take over the wrestling world first, <laughs> and then he'd take over the actual oh, yeah. world. I can imagine him just coming out of the phone booth and just knocking Hogan's teeth out. <laughs> like you knew, you knew all along, you son of a bitch, you, you knew, and just like decking him. <laughs> Um, one question we ask, uh, well, kind of a double question we ask. Uh, I'm so I, I forgot I'm still wearing the vest. I should wear this rest of the show. On you, yeah, I was considering like, putting it on during the mayhem show. You'd think, think it's really white, good. but it's like it's a, not a nice white. Cream, it's like a cream. Like, yeah. I, yeah, did it used to be white? Used to be white when asshole wore it back in like uh, asshole. <laughs> is that the affectionate name for Justin R.D.? I always just thought he was an asshole. Like when I, when I was a trainee, I was like, I remember the one time because uh. I looked over at Dean Radford and because I was like, asshole was on the tip of my tongue, but I wanted to be respectful. And Radford was like, he's a, he's a fucking asshole. He's an asshole. Everybody thought he was an asshole. I think he went on to become like an actor or something, which I don't really? know if it took off. JTM asked him for him. He had like glamour shots of the dude like dressed up as like a 40s gangster with like a Tommy gun. <laughs> he but I think he, had, he like, wasn't at WrestleMania with CM Punk, I was he? he? Had, no, no, no. This is before that, actually. And I think he had like vampire teeth in, too. So he was ahead of the curve on the whole like <laughs> vampire craze. Wow. Um, but anyways, we like to ask. Hey, you've, you've ten years in the game. You've done a lot of crazy stuff. I've edited some crazy stuff from you. By the way, I, I don't know if we've ever talked about this on the show, but the best DVD uh, edit notes come from this guy. They're <laughs> handwritten. They have illustrations that don't necessarily have anything to do with the thing. Uh, best line is "Use the shot where I kill the ninja." <laughs> when he's taking on facade, um, one of the mo- in- most interesting experiences I, I had. Uh, but what what are the uh, what, what's the best thing in your time with indie wrestling, and what's the worst thing? This gonna be a moment, or this gonna be a kind of a broad situation that you've experienced? Well, the best thing would be honestly meeting like people, because like I, you should never stop meeting people, because then that's how like when you die, when you're older, all your friends and family die. If you never stop meeting people and being friends with people, then you won't be alone. Because that's like what will kill you, man, a broken heart. So, like, getting to meet people. I got to meet you. I got to meet, like, people, like friends I'll have forever, like Chuck, Shima, or DJZ, whatever. I still call him Shima. It pisses him off. Like, But uh, <laughs> he'll always be that to me. But uh, McChesney, like, I made a lot of, like, great friends. Like, And, and even, like... People who were who came to shows fans like Spiker, I'm good friends with that guy. You came as a fan, I'm good friends with you now. Like, uh, that's a good memory. Match wise, I'll always remember my match with Shima at I, with Norm's last show. 
And, uh, you know, you, plus, like, you learn there is bad shit, too. Like, what well, you say, like, what was the other half of the question? Like, what's the Yeah, what's, like, kind shit? of the, wor- the worst thing about indie wrestling? Uh, nothing, because it's so spectacular. You know? It's so <laughs> awesome. <laughs> Get into indie wrestling. And you'll never, you'll never be frustrated. You'll never be angry. You'll meet nothing but the classiest people, the most beautiful gals. But yeah, I mean, uh, I I would say the worst thing is people who like take money from others and who are ignorant. Mm-hmm. Ignorant in the sense of like, I don't know, just be friendly. Why do you got to be a dick? <laughs> like. If people care enough to come and enjoy you do something, and in a lot of cases not do it all that fucking well, give them the courtesy of being like, hey, thanks for, for caring. You know what I mean? Because people like weird shit. So you should be happy that someone likes this weird shit because this shit's fucking weird. I mean, you might not <laughs> think it. Like, indie wrestling's fucking weird. Yeah, you yeah. might not think it. I walked away for two years, and I didn't even, like, think about it. And then I... I I would peek in every once in a while. And then I like peeked in. I was like, man, when I first started, I knew I was, like, this is fucking weird. And I, it helped me keep like an even head. Like, mm-hmm. and then like the longer you're around it, you get used to the fucking weird. It's like being in prison, I guess. Like you'll never forget the first time you see a guy get raped. But then after that, kind of like, Oh, Hey, there's a uh, shoe shine. Tommy over there getting raped. It's Tuesday. <laughs> but then when you're gone for a while and you got to go back, you're like, Oh man, it's fun. It's fun as hell, but it's fucking weird. We're talking about indie wrestling, not rape. Yeah, indie wrestling, not prison rape. But they do. You'd be surprised how much probably prison rape and indie wrestling have in common. <laughs> you got to avoid the the shady people and just enjoy this, yourself. This is why. This is why I separate from the locker room a little bit. I'm like I'm doing my thing. They're <laughs> the doing their do thing. I I'm not. Amen. Yeah. Amen. What would you say is the the best thing and the worst thing about it? Oh God. Oh Jesus. Um, I'm gonna put you on the spot like Michael just got me. I'm gonna yeah. Uh, well, best thing is just, I I would just say going back to like the stuff you mentioned, like the people you meet. Like I I've gotten to work with some cool people and stuff that I probably wouldn't even imagine could be, uh, be able to do. Uh, and the worst thing is super hard from the fact that I mean I'm only a year and a half in, so it's kind of weird to like be like this sucks. I'm having yeah, you never want to be um, like super negative, but you got to be realistic about it too because it's like yeah, there's stuff that sucks. I mean, you see a movie, you're I not gonna like see... the whole fucking movie. No, I definitely see like your thought like about like certain people and, and the way you sort of treat it, I guess you I guess is the best way to put it. Like the idea of I mean, I mean to go with like what you said about how indie wrestling is very weird, but also it's very, you know, you know, small in the sense, you know, you're not making the big bucks, so it's like you know, don't be afraid to you well, yeah, know. Like, in my opinion the biggest thing is you can't chase people away. You gotta mm-hmm. kinda bend over a little bit. Not I bend over. I mean, like, <laughs> I bend over a little bit. That's wrong. Man, wow. I'm not even trying anymore. Uh, you got to kind of like meet people halfway and be like, yeah, hey, why don't you come enjoy the show? Love the show. Be a part of the show. It's mm-hmm. fun. Have fun. Don't force people away with like creepy shit. Like, not creepy shit. Now, are you talking about the wrestlers towards the fans in this instance? And everything. And everything. And fans. And like, and, you know, another thing is too, like, it's not 1984 anymore. There, you can go on YouTube and type in like, how, "How do I wrestle?" And there's sons of bitches who have put it on there. Just Incredible's yeah. been doing a wrestling one-on-one thing. Yeah, so you can't say anymore. You can't say anymore. Oh, you got to protect yeah. the business. It's 2014. Things are so different now. And so is it, it is, is it so bad? I, and I know, like, you know, certain some some 
fans or overanalyze, sit on their hands, be like, well, that was a bad suplex or whatever, you know, yeah. and maybe get, and, and I think those people like, we try to step back yeah, a little I mean, bit and say, okay, again, it's weird. We're watching men in tights. Yeah. Like, do stuff in a ring that's not even a real sport. You, you got to kind of suspend disbelief. You have like to. what brings everybody to this, whether it's Amen or you or or anybody, it's the smoke and mirrors. That's what Larry Swain used to always say that. That's what attracts people to pro wrestling is like the smoke and mirrors, the the larger than life, the oh man, that would never happen in real life, but it's funny as hell watching it now. It's like a real life stunt show. Like right. I mean, you can't go to Monster Truck Rally and be like, man, you would never be allowed to make that fucking right turn in traffic. Because mm-hmm. you, you're not there for that. You can't. Anytime you take anything too seriously, you're taking the fun out of it. I mean, if you go to see a movie, you're paying eight bucks or, or twelve bucks or whatever. Do you pull out your phone and go to your notepad and start writing like all your critique? Or are you going to sit there and watch the fucking thing and enjoy it? Yeah. I mean, obviously, there's instances where stuff really fucking sucks. Like I almost walked out of Spider-Man Three. I to this day, it's the only movie I've I've, I've, I've ever walked the fuck out of. Like, all right, I've tamed so goddamn close. When he started dancing down the fucking street with the emo hair and shit, I was so <laughs> distressed over that fucking movie that, like, six days later, I went to a um, party at Vicky Gambino's house, drank way too much whiskey, and I was so I started talking to Shirley Doe about it, and I started smashing my head into this wall, thinking like, "What the fuck am I doing?" I have a podcast for you that you should listen to. Yeah, we just talked about Spider-Man three recently. Oh, it's fucking terrible! It's like horrible. Where who the fuck was in charge when this happened? Because one oh. and two are like one's good, two's great, and it's like oh, they're building. You know, better. It, it felt like because you know a lot of like like the online discussion, and we do it a lot. Is like what is going wrong with TNA and stuff like that. That's exactly how we discussed Spider-Man three. Yeah. yeah, it's like sometimes you see this stuff and you're like, that's why it all goes back to weird. Entertainment's weird. Uh, wrestling's weird. Every form of entertainment's fucking weird because you got so many eccentric people with bigger personalities. And sometimes they just wake up one day and they're like, I'm going to do something really fucked up because I can. <laughs> and I'm just going to get away with something really fucking weird today. Like, hey, we're going to have Tobey Maguire get possessed by a violent fucking alien. But we're going to have him do dance numbers instead of drive pal drive guys heads through uh windshields and brutalize criminals no let's just have him get an emo haircut and uh tap dance he'll become a really good fucking dancer like who how that, that's like when they put rockets on the friggin' penguins and batman or nipples on the bat suit like how much coke i would love to know how much coke was being snorted by the motherfuckers in charge of that hey let's put titties on the bat suit Let's put a fucking rocket on a little penguin and just say he can walk and shoot it off. Did we answer the question? I think so. I think we answered the question about wrestling and movies. Yeah, <laughs> man. It's, it's very similar. So just splice this into, uh, into Movie Minute as we're well. Gonna ta- yeah, we're going to tag it. I'm just going to send this clip over because he hasn't released that episode yet. So, Although I think he has a clean tag. Um, so, hey, Congratulations, of course, uh, Mr. Dombrowski did a, a IWC 200 uh, uh, in the style of the, what was that, the PWO five, PWI 500, which you've made that list a few times, too. It could be the PWO 500, because Dombrowski <laughs> used to do PWO, he was Mr. PWO. The original PWO, in my mind, is the one in the WEW. Oh, the, Jesus. The, the, yeah, <laughs> yeah, that one, the ladies. Nice. That's what the P stood for. Oh. Uh, actually, you can find that's a it. great list Dombrowski put together, man. That took some freaking time. Like, <laughs> yes, 
Uh, but of course, yourself uh, in the top ten, you're number six. Uh, uh, slid right in there between uh, you beat AJ Styles, <laughs> but Super oh Hentai is up there at number five. I know, like, uh, like the politically correct answer is, man, I'm I'm so happy to even be on that list. Which I, I truly I am, man. There's a lot of friggin' great talent if you look at that list. Like a lot of random talent too. Like you got Sergeant Slaughter on one page, yeah. yeah. And you got CM Punk. It's crazy. But I wanted to be higher. That's bullshit that I was number six. <laughs> I'm minority share owners. Technically, I should be like 1A. You know? I'm surprised Norm didn't weasel his way on this list. Norm could have been like uh, <laughs> just a star. Like there's one and then Norm created a number. The next number. It's just like some symbol. That's Tied for first. Buried in some pyramid for years. Norm Connors has it. Necromancer. <laughs> <laughs> and he's still wearing the purple tracksuit. Oh, yeah. that's He says he won't be there, but I'll shit if he comes down from the ceiling in like a purple suit or like they wheel out a casket. Okay, I take that last part back. <laughs> I take that last. I was only saying that because like Undertaker. T- well, I mean, not Undertaker, like the job. The Undertaker, yeah. the to, wrestler. To, to yeah. disclaim, he is in real life. He's a he's he works at a funeral home. Yeah, so yeah, we can yeah. say that, right? Oh, I yeah, mean, yeah. Uh, just because I just want to make sure for well, those. You can't mock it, though. You can't. No, mock no, it. no, no. I can't. I can't mock it. You can mock it. He can't <laughs> do anything to you. He'll just stop talking to me. I don't feel that. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Jimmy, it, it's been awesome. Of course, this weekend you are actually in a match, technically. Oh yeah, I'm picking the team. For, uh, I'm picking, bringing back. Oh, you're just record. picking the team. Okay, I'm picking the team. I, I, I'm reading this image wrong. So, oh yeah, it's because they use the image of me where I'm like shirtless. Yeah, I'm a minority <laughs> owner. Do you now. have a picture? Like, do you have like a picture where you're like wearing a tie or something? Uh, I like, guess maybe I, I think I'm gonna have to get that this uh, this Saturday. I'm gonna have to take. You should a picture dress up. You should um, um, steal something from Plumber's Closet. Jeez. I couldn't fit into any of his stuff, man. I'm when I go to get like fitted for tuxes at weddings, I swear they see the measurements and they're like, "This is like fucking Lord of the Rings dwarf. This can't be a real person." Because my legs are like twenty nine inches or short as hell, but then like my shoulders are like slightly larger than most five foot six, five foot seven gentlemen. So I don't think I'd fit into anything in plumber's closet. I might be able to fit into hard ass Hooven's clothes, but he dresses like a slob like me. I have no style. <laughs> Amen. You got to send me some ties. I will. <laughs> yeah, you get dressed up. You should see this captain said he has on Facebook. I don't wear ties, but yeah. So we're going to have to stop at Walmart before the show Saturday and get a nice little ensemble piece. Like, you know, we can go shopping. We can film it for the site. It'll be a nice little, uh, you know, WWE always has their nice uh, uh, side <laughs> day, a day uh, with series. We'll yeah, the song will the- have to be like Teenage Dream by Katy Perry. Because <laughs> it's like fun and upbeat. It's modern. It's like, yeah, guys' day shopping. Sorg and Jimmy. <laughs> hey, uh, tell me, what are you excited about this weekend with the IWC's 200th episode? Jeez, show. It is technically episode. It I is an episode. Most of them are an episode, yeah. yeah. I don't know, man. It, it's just exciting to see it make it to 200. Um, I don't know. I'm happy. So- I think McChesney and M Dog will probably be the best match because mcchesney he's you know he deserves he so deserves to be number one on that list because he's freaking crazy he still get he still gets as excited now is when i met like first met him mm-hmm. like because i was messing with him i don't want to name any names but i said hey so and so is on the show i'm just telling you now as minority share owner he fucking stole it 
Just don't you don't <laughs> try. Don't you even try and top him because it belongs to him now. And instead of writing back, he called me back. And he, he never calls. He's like, you son of a bitch. I'm fucking stealing the show. Uh, he took it personal. I like that. I wish more people took it personal when I challenged them to steal the show. I like to make bold ass nine challenges to people. I like to eat big ass steaks too. Before every <laughs> IWC show, I eat a fucking semi raw steak. And then I'm like, yeah, yeah. I throw up like half of it, but I'm fucking ready <laughs> for war. When I hear that corny ass entrance music kick in, whatever Christian rock song Chuck picks, I'm like, yeah, yeah, IWC 200. <laughs> <laughs> he's gonna see this and he's gonna be like now i'm gonna get a text he's gonna say now that you're minority share owner that's not really good behavior you have to pull it back a little bit i don't even write on twitter anymore i just retweet all the time because he's like ah oh, come on that's a little much what you're writing on twitter but IWC speaking of which iwc promoter IWC on twitter Oh yeah, I had that name. I had that name. I saw that it was uh, available, <laughs> so I squatted on it like six months ago. You know, you know, I saw it. I I was like one of probably one of the first ten people you followed. It looked like. Oh yeah, I did. As soon as I got it, I followed you. I, that used to be a little inside fact on that. That was Norm's AOL instant messenger name. IWC, IWC promoter. promoter at AOL.com, I think was the email. What was it? Used to play some real, real uh, random rap beat from the time whenever he would sign off and on. I think it was Jesus Walks. He'd come on. He'd sign online and you Jesus. I wasn't Walks. on AOL Instant Messenger with him, thankfully. Oh, dude, I used to always like I would make up fake names to mess with them with, and I'd be like, uh, you know, when are you bringing in Hulk Hogan? When are you bringing in Ric Flair? He actually ended up bringing in Ric Flair. This is like oh three oh four. I'd always like make up fake AOL screen names to message him. And be like, yeah, it's checking out your ass. The last show, he would never respond except for the one he wrote. Don't fuck with me. I don't play games. <laughs> I like it took me like I would come up, I would be out drinking one night. I'd go on one of my fake AOL names and I'd be like, "Yeah, hey, fuck you." <laughs> and he'd be like, "I don't have time for fucking games." But it was a stupid one. I asked him like, "I was like, if you show up at the dorm on Eaton Park, I'll buy your meal. But then I want to fucking fight you as soon as we're done eating." And he wrote back, "Fuck you. I don't have time for games." Challenging his manhood at Dormont Eaton Park is what brought that out, dude. Because Eaton Park will bring out the fucking beast in you if you're from Western Pennsylvania. You want to throw down. Sorg knows. I hear your stomach growling from here. Sometimes when I'm shirtless in the ring, I hear Pedro DeLuca's stomach growl. (laughs) (laughs) It does. It fucking does. I sense it. Jimmy DeMarco, he's there this weekend. International Wrestling Cartels Retro Reunion 200. 200th episode. 200th episode of IWC Wrestling. <laughs> hey, did you like whenever I was counting the pins at the last show and it was two? I'd say two. We need two cameras. I don't know if you caught that. Yeah, I was like, like two. Two cameras. I don't know how they do it. It sucks, man. You're fucking wrestling. I wasn't even wrestling. I was refereeing. And I would count three, and I would go to look at the ringside camera to give them a little slice of the action. And I'm like, holy shit, there's no ringside camera. It's just this over here. Well, maybe as minority uh, uh, shareholder. I told Chuck, uh, I said, can... man, I just felt like I walked through the snow with one boot on. What the fuck is going on? I got frostbite all over my toes. He was like, don't give me asshole analogies like that. Leave me alone. Stupid metaphors. Fuck, 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 fuck. And I heard the fuck echo as he walked away. I'll see you Saturday, Sword. I'll see you, Jimmy. Amen. The the jet, the private jet 
Con Air is coming to pick you up. Awesome. I, I can't I can't wait. I, I, I'll Can we get a yeehaw? Me. Did you think I forgot? <laughs> He's the less Texas person. <laughs> I know you're from Texas. Billy Johnson's moving to Texas. He's coming to live with you. <laughs> no, he really is moving to Texas. He's, but he, I hope he does come to live is, with so you. So he's following Shane Taylor and uh, Ray Rowe? I'm telling you, man, Texas is taking all our guys. Well, I, no, uh, Ray Rowe and fucking, <laughs> fucking uh, Shane everyone, Taylor were from Cleveland. I was going to say, everywhere else in America is taking ours. So we gotta get I, up hey, I, I'm okay with Shane Taylor moving away because he threatened to take my, my wife from me. Really? Yes, he did. <laughs> man, he's a passionate guy. He Sexual is. chocolate. <laughs> Jimmy, at IWC Promoter on the Twitter. Check him out this Saturday. IWCWrestling.com for all the info. And, of course, the DVD, digital download, all that will be available shortly. Once everything goes well. Uh, at SorgatronMedia.com. And check out those articles while you're at it. Find out if you don't know, if you're new to IWC Wrestling, hearing it just because of this show or anything like that. Uh, go check out those articles. Check out all the names. You beat CM Punk on the list. Hey. I can't wait until my daughter is old enough to understand the English because I'm going to tell her what I did. I beat CM Punk <laughs> on a list for top 200 international wrestling cartel, not internet wrestling community, internet wrestling cartel, international wrestling, internet wrestling cartel. I'm going to have the name change that. We need to change the name because now everyone thinks IWC is the internet wrestling community. So I think we should just change the name to like Muscle Boy Outrageous Explosion Wrestling. Should Muscle a- Boys of Wrestling's Explosions. We should have a poll on Facebook. Yeah, we'll change it sort of. All right. We need to get the F out. <laughs> With that, we got plenty more uh, indie wrestling to talk about, Eamon. Thanks, Sorg. And, and yeah, we're going to talk about some of the indie wrestling that happened, uh, particularly uh, some of the stuff that happened this past weekend, uh, uh, especially uh, stuff that happened uh, in the PA area. Uh, and to help us with that, joining us uh, on the line uh, is our, our frequent guest of the show, Hot Wheels. How are you, sir? I am doing very well there, Eamon. Uh, how about yourself? Fantastic. Also, uh, we have a double special guest this week uh, in the discussion portion of the show. Uh, one, the one and only Riz. Hi, Riz. How are you? This is your first chat. time. This is your first time on Indie Mayhem. No. Bullshit it is. I think it is. No, it's not. Is it not? It's not, sir. When was the other time? <laughs> I have been on this show before. When? <laughs> I'm not sure, certain, but I think I I think he's, he's assisted talking about uh, IWC shows I, and stuff. I that talked to IWC before. So. I feel like, okay, well, it's been a long time. It's been a good while. I missed you. <laughs> but, you know, I always well, like having Riz, Riz on cause somebody else because, I, you know, I, I usually witness the show through my monitor for the most part, so I maybe don't have a good sense of the show. You get at least, mm-hmm. like, the, typically you're at the DVD booth helping us out, so you get to witness the show. You know, mm-hmm. as a fan for the most part. So uh, in this case, I was not at RWA this past weekend. Uh, I discussed on, on my Good Morning podcast on uh, uh, Sorgatron.com. I've been mentioned, I think, on Twitter. Uh, the guys, uh, JP and Chachi, who usually uh, help me out. And of course, uh, Joe Balls was there, too. Uh, they did the full setup, which is the first time that they've done a full live switch setup with all the bells and whistles without me. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> yeah. Um, which I'm they really impressed. Sword. What's that? They don't need you, Sorg. They don't, they don't need really me. Well. They don't need me. Apparently, I'm done with pro wrestling. So, there you <laughs> oh. go. Um, so, I actually told Jimmy, I won't see you Saturday. These guys are going to take over. <laughs> uh, anyways. But, uh, 
but but no i i got to witness the show at least like kind of uh recording it back off a of tape so i could i could set it up for dvd uh but i wanted to get uh, especially start with and uh, fill in any gaps in wheels but i wanted to get riz's impression of his very first renegade wrestling alliance show you know um this is gonna sound really bad but it's not don't don't get me wrong okay because I've been in IWC, I've been a fan of IWC for probably two, three years, maybe more. Um, holy crap! This was way different. Like it, it just seemed more compact within the the way the thing that I would think of indie wrestling but it did it did prove a point which was it didn't i'm not saying it was a bad show it was a great show uh it was it was a great setup for uh salute to the troops which is which does it looks awesome uh it's just so awkward to go to another show when you've been to a different You've been to another show before. So, you've so only been you, to one show. You, you, so you haven't been to any other indie than IWC? Honestly, no. Wow. Wow. So you don't, you don't know how the other halves live. I mean, God, there's five promotions in the area. Yeah. I, I, so. I've, no, I've noticed that and I was close to going to a few and I should get out there more. Uh, I'm actually starting to get friends who are actually wrestlers, uh, coworkers, stuff like that. Um, I need to go see some of their events shortly. Mm-hmm. Uh, but for RWA, I was I was excited to go to this, and I was I wasn't disappointed. That that that's for sure. Uh, I can I can barely tell you what happened until the end of the and end of the night when somebody's mother got power drive. <laughs> Like that's uh, I, honestly, when I was driving home that night, I had to just think back and over and over and over again to the things that that I just saw, and the only thing that came back to me was right, uh, Mitchell, right, Ryan Mitchell. Yeah, Ryan Mitchell. Yes. Yeah. Ryan Mitchell's mother just got power drive. <laughs> Like I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't see that in IWC. I don't think. I wouldn't see that anywhere else. Mm-hmm. In, in, I probably wouldn't see that in VWO, which is in, is it, is it Vicious Outcast? V- VOW actually. Oh, was it? VOW Vicious Outcast V-O-W. Wrestling. Yeah, that's, and I, I wouldn't. See, I don't think I would see that in that show. I wouldn't see that in any other show besides RWA, because honestly, the. Those fans and that fan reaction to that happening was um, it was amazing. Something I'd, I'd never seen before. Like the, just the fan interactions between when the when the dad got in to when everybody was hovering around the mother to when the mother came in to everyone just flipping out. And I, it, it's just that little tight knit community of wrestling fans in in the RWA community that that really really got that moment and it really made a good ending to a a good show 
Um, I don't know if that seemed like anything to either one of you for editing or for you, for you wheels for being there as well uh, for audio, but that's just my take on it. Uh, it left, it left me with a lasting image that, Quite honestly, I don't think I'm going to get rid of in a while. <laughs> it's kind of scarred you, hasn't it? <laughs> to be yeah, honest, it's a scarring moment. I, like, yeah, that moment happened right in front of your face, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and not know. I, I honestly, I didn't know it was happening because Cuball uh, Carmichael uh, usually does, I believe, a pedigree for his finisher. Okay, like, yeah. pedigree type maneuver. Uh, so when he put when he put her in the position, I sat there and I'm like, oh, he's just gonna pop, he's just gonna do the pedigree, and then he picked her up and I'm like, oh, like it's, it was in slow motion, and then it happened and it just all exploded in front of me. Yeah, <laughs> I, what I, was, I, didn't, I didn't know what I was seeing. Uh, maybe somebody can cover me <laughs> on that one, but it was it was. It was something that I wouldn't, I would probably never see again in an indie federation. Right. Or you'll see it often now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, you know, I think the closest I've seen to this, uh, I, I was talking, I think I was talking with my wife about this. Um, you know, we've seen Justin Idol's pregnant girlfriend get DDT'd before. Yeah. You know, that, that's kind of different because. She's not fifty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it was, it was just weird seeing this moment happen in front of me, and I'm like, "He's fifty. <laughs> and the and the dad's been involved and gotten beat up before. That's nothing new. Yeah, that, that's what I heard. That's what I heard before. Yeah. His, Shane Taylor was, was the one who beat him up the first. Yeah, got, yeah. Beat up Mitchell's dad. So I mean, if I'm Ryan Mitchell. I'd keep my family away or put them behind a cage or something or because you, you, you got to just uh, tell me they're going to be put in the cage. <laughs> don't put baby in the corner. Yes. <laughs> no. Yes. But like I said, the other, sh- the other stuff in that show, uh, G Raver is amazing. Uh, I, this is my first time seeing G Raver in oh, a wow. ring. He's, he's a pretty damn good wrestler. Yeah, yeah, that was one of my favorite matches there. I agree, Riz. Mm-hmm. With just watching him, Sorg will tell you when you get a chance to come down again, check out G Raver and Glory together. Just it's like mm-hmm. watching poetry in motion. Mm-hmm. They're they're like I I can I can imagine those two together because I've seen Gory and now I've seen G Raver and just picturing that in my head i can just picture them just doing all sorts of crazy stuff yeah um it, it's just it's just amazing how good he is in the ring uh, other than that uh i do like i, I do like me some seraphini yes yeah. uh that, again that was seraphini I don't think that was my. I don't think that was my first time seeing her. You've probably seen her in IWC before, but that I mean that was a long time ago. Yeah, then that was. She has improved a lot from then. Then, uh, she's pretty damn good at what she does too. Uh, but 
am I missing a few matches that are that are just skipping my mind here? I mean, Shoots there are out. other matches, but I mean, I'll tell you what, it the ones you mentioned are the ones that stuck out to me the most because yeah. honestly, and I talked to the boss. In my mind, I felt besides G Raver and in the first half of the show, everything else was like, okay, it's a wrestling show. But G Raver, Serafini, Mitchell, Edmonds, Cubal, and Taylor, those were the matches that stuck in my head. Mm-hmm. The only reason I'm going to mention this person's name is because I had fun picking on him. Danimal. <laughs> oh, blueberry, I'm still Danimal. trying to figure out Danimal. He's a slar- larger guy wearing all blue. I know last month he came out in um, in um, in blue hair. Uh, so uh, I, I don't know what to make of him just yet. Yeah. I mean, I, I just he I was... just enjoy picking on him when I'm sitting in there doing the sound. Danimal's a, f- a fan favorite, I can tell. Is he? He, he was, like, when he came out, it was a nice, like, party atmosphere for that. And it was mm-hmm. pretty cool. Uh, and that's the only thing I can remember from that match. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and he didn't even win that match. He's, <laughs> that's the only thing I can remember. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so what else happened? Uh, so, we'll how sp- about Sam Bass and Lucio DeVere? Another cowbell in oh, RWA, yeah. I must say, sort <laughs> Yeah. It was weird because when he, when, when the cowboy came out and I know I was in, I, I was in Greens, uh, near Greensburg, uh, which is, which is, let's face it, a nice little, uh, out, a, a, a town that's out there. Not, yeah. Not, not in the suburbs. It's in. It's more rural. 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 I can't even roll my R's for that. <laughs> uh, but I was surprised that there was a cowboy that they hated, <laughs> and it, yeah, it was just. Oh yeah, the the other, who was the uh, other guy that was there? Um, uh, the other one. I already Lucio Devere. Yeah, he, his opponent. So, and he, you can tell he's part of the de- Generation Dead crew, uh, because I mean, not not only does he have the looks, but he does do some things in that ring that are pretty damn good. Yeah, he's not he's not G Raver or Gory yet. He's moving on that and up I think, that ladder. And I think he is a younger wrestler in general. I think he is a little yeah. greener. So, right. Uh, but he's coming he along. A, he has a lot of room to grow on that one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Yeah, but that crowd is definitely behind him also. And I mean, just how you're saying, like, the crowd interaction and everything with the RWA crowd, it's like, Sorg and I have talked about RWA is its own different beast compared to an oh, IWC or a VOW or a PWX because it's like some of those fans go to, might go to those other ones. But it's like I said to Sorg, and Sorg I think mentioned to me the interaction and the feels that this crowd delivers to the wrestlers is like the most supernatural high I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. I mean, they truly get behind the wrestlers. Yeah, like I, that's one thing I can I can say off 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 for fact here. I've I've never seen a crowd 
so hyped, an indie crowd so hyped for a wrestler than I, than I've had with G Raver and Ryan Mitchell. And, you know, yeah. and, and also I, those two guys are just. To say that, like, 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 I've seen crowds explode when an AJ Styles comes in IWC or, or, or you know, somebody big like that, you know. Um, mm-hmm. I, but the point is, this, this is our local talent. This is yeah. This these is aren't local. these aren't people. These aren't fly by night. This isn't Bret Hart rolling into Night of Legends or something, right? This isn't right. this isn't the Ring of Honor guy swinging in. Um, these hey. are the every month guys, and they they have that following, um, and. You know, it, it, I don't think that happens to that effect uh, in a lot of places. Yeah, you don't really see it. I mean, it's every time I get ready to play that music and I just look at my playlist and I'm like, I know as soon as I hit just the three chords of this song or of a G Raver or a Ryan Mitchell, I know that roof's about to blow off the plate. And it's mm-hmm. it just amazing. It gives you goosebumps just knowing the anticipation of how that crowd's going to react. And that's, that's amazing to hear like that reaction happen in that local indie setting that you guys have made. It's not, yeah. it, 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 it just to show you where the location is. <laughs> I had to park on a one way street, like right next to the park, right next to the uh, venue. Mm-hmm. And it is as big as my room. It's probably big as twice as my room. And it was filled to the brim of people screaming their heads off. Yeah. That, that, that's indie wrestling. That's a perfect example. Like I know, I know IWC fills bigger and does all that stuff. But if you want good, like at, at a good picture of what, most indie wrestling is it's that small setting you know no there's no parking lots but there's no. there's good wrestling that's inside there it's like a big old bubble around around the RWA crowd and that that's amazing how that works and i was shocked by that oh yeah i mean so we're going to even mention RWA has come a long way since it began. I'll admit, beginning of RWA, I was like, okay, this is my home fed. I enjoy it, and I'm, I like it. I'm right now, soon to be six, six years later, going, I don't like RWA. I love RWA. I love our fans. I love our wrestlers. Mm-hmm. I mean, the shit we've gone through and gotten to, warms my heart because it's just amazing how far we've come. Awesome. It, it shows, it actually shows how far you've come by the, by the atmosphere you've got and by the talent that you've accumulated over that six years. So it's amazing how that happened. Awesome. Well, Riz, I'm glad to, uh, uh, you know, see you enjoyed your first show out there. Something different. I did. Um, now and now I won't be able to keep you away. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, um, awesome. So go check that out. Uh, the RWA bloody harvest, uh, six is actually already available on digital download and we're taking orders for DVDs. I should be shipping this week, uh, over at sorgatronmedia.com and check out the info, a uh, big salute to truth. We'll be talking to talking about, 
uh, in the next several weeks leading up. Um, of course, uh, featuring Hurricane Helms is going to be on that. Sanjay Dutt, Shane Douglas, for instance, uh, as well as all the great people we've been talking about here with RWA. So, uh, Eamon, is there anything coming up in the wrestling this weekend? I don't have anything in Pittsburgh, oddly enough, other than what we already talked about with uh, IWC. Other than, yeah, we mentioned that, obviously, IWC is 200 events. Uh, but other than that, uh, there's some stuff happening in the Chicago area, sort of a a, a bi-yearly tradition. Yeah, bi-yearly. Yeah, that's correct. That uh, is Shimmer Wrestling holding their events on the 18th and the 19th. They're holding four uh, DVD tapings. And, and those events always turn out to be, you know, very – obviously, you know, people travel across the country for those events because they are sort of big things. Um, and, you know, Shimmer bringing in the top female wrestling talent, not just from the U.S., but from all across uh, all across the uh, world, really. Uh, Canada, Japan, England, you know. Uh, this is sort of the mecca for uh, women's professional wrestling. So if you want to go check them out at the uh, at the Berwyn Eagles Club in Berwyn, Illinois, uh, you can go to, uh, I believe it's shimmerwrestling.blogspot.com. Yes, these days they do still have a blogspot. Um, but uh, you can get your tickets through there, I believe. I believe you can't get front row anymore. Those are completely sold out. But uh, definitely, if you, you plan on being in that area, Shimmer is definitely one of the shows to check out. So definitely go support them and, and go support independent wrestling and more specifically women's independent wrestling. And awesome. good, uh, really good independent independent women's wrestling. It's a lot of modifiers, but <laughs> I, I got a lot of Awesome. Go check them out. And as usual, go check. Hey, when's your uh, Battle Wars coming out on uh, SmartMark? Uh, hopefully very soon. Uh, I believe uh, the June event that we had uh, should be on SmartMark very soon. It's been sent to them. Uh, it just hasn't gotten up on their site yet. Uh, but keep uh, also keep an eye out. We will be uh, hopefully getting our stuff up through some mediums uh, uh, besides SmartMark video as well. Uh, possibly Amazon. Uh, uh, keep an eye out for that stuff. Really? Uh, yes. Uh, uh, some cool stuff is coming up in the works. So, uh, uh, so yeah, I would say definitely keep an eye out for that. Hopefully, we'll be able to reveal some more information uh, soon. Uh, and then the next time you'll get to see Inspire Pro, uh, we'll be at uh, the big fun, fun, fun fest event in about a month, a little less than a month, uh, at Auditorium Shores in Austin, Texas. You know, uh, Wiz Khalifa's performing, Judas Priest. Uh, there's comedy happening. There's a taco cannon, uh, and there's going to be professional wrestling. So uh, it's going to be a fun weekend. So. That's where you can check out Inspire Pro Wrestling. Taco Cannon. Taco <laughs> Cannon, as in a can, as in, as in a cannon that shoots tacos, and then yes. that's, that's it. exactly as exactly as it sounds. Wow! Because Austin, because Austin and weird stuff, and yeah. You must get video of this Taco Cannon so I can I, watch I this. <laughs> um, go check that out, and of course, iwcwrestling.com for the show this weekend at. Uh, uh, at IWC Promoter on Twitter for Jimmy DeMarco. Thanks to him for joining us here in studio and taking his time out to come on over. Um, and of course, uh, Eamon, he's over, also over at uh, NWARingside.com. Is that right? NWARingside.com is the official website. You can also go there to uh, order their uh, NWA Ringside magazine, which I'll hopefully be contributing some uh, articles to as well. So that's that's really cool stuff. Uh, I actually met the guys that runs it at uh, the last Inspire for Wrestling show and, and they like the uh, they like the work that I've been doing for the Inspire for Program, so they wanted me on. So it's a it's a fun new project I'm taking up. So nice, he's all over the place. Look at this guy. Look at this guy. <laughs> he's doing things and stuff. Getting and, everywhere. And, uh, 
Look at Whatever. it. RWALive.com to find out information uh, about that show we were talking with. At the E Riz on Twitter is at Hot Wheels RWA. Fred, that other guy over there. <laughs> uh, for wheels, of course. And uh, you can check us out. We're at WrestlingBamShow.com for all the shows we do during the week. Five podcasts. We're up to five podcasts that we're doing lately. Uh, partially hinged on Riz's shoulders some weeks. Uh, so so be, be, most weeks. Make sure to check out NXT and, and, and uh, NXT TNA wrap-ups on uh, Thursday, as well as the Wrestling Game Show. You can check those at WrestlingGameShow.com. You almost uh, said Game Him Show. Almost, almost. <laughs> iTunes, <laughs> Stitcher, <laughs> YouTube, Spreakers, uh, iHeartRadio for Indie Mayhem Show, or look up Wrestling Mayhem Show Super Feed that has all that stuff we're doing wrestling. Um, also, please, uh, big shouts to BasicSickness.com uh, for the music for our intro and outro. Go check out free stuff over there at mayhem show on twitter wrestling mayhem show on facebook and google plus and you can join us here tuesday 11 p.m eastern time at live.sorgatronmedia.com please check out support the shows patreon.com slash wrestling mayhem show pro wrestling t slash wms as well thanks amen thanks aaron thanks riz thank you and be sure to support some indie wrestling Never said I was a gangster or a thug, but I'm an animal. Beat up for the taste of the poor. Sick, sick, sick. You know how I act now. If you got a problem, come and see if I'm a back down. Act wild. This show is a member of the Sorgatron Media Podcast Network. Find out more at sorgatronmedia.com. Hi, everyone. Do you like video games? Do you like reading about video games? Do you like listening to podcasts about video games? Why don't you check out insertcointobegin.com? New articles going up daily, and you can check out our podcast, Boss Battle, on sorgatronmedia.com.